Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Rikindi. For those of you who don't know, Rikindi is not just a podcast, but offers a range of eco-friendly yoga and meditation equipment designed to get you to calm down, lower your blood pressure, and increase your vitality. So I've been receiving reoccurring requests from listeners to do some solo podcasts so that they can actually learn more about me, what values I try to live my life by, and what Rikindi is all about. So moving forward, I will integrate the occasional solo podcast into the mix, which may act as a sort of journal where I cover topics, values, tools that I want to integrate into my life in order to become a happier, healthy human. And my wish is to do the same for you. I believe each one of us is born into this world without a clue of what's going on. And over time, we gradually learn and figure things out before we die. I don't know if anyone can truly figure everything out, but I do know that by integrating specific virtues, helpful behavior, and cultivating an unstoppable mindset, it makes it so much easier to navigate the world around us. Nobody comes out of this life unscathed, and nor do we want to. We will all encounter our own obstacles, and with the right tools, we can hopefully overcome these obstacles and grow from them. Each obstacle allows us to become deeper, richer humans. And I do truly believe that with every confronting obstacle, you will either have a choice to learn and grow from it, or to let it crush you. I do believe every obstacle can be overcome, no matter how long it takes, and I do believe you will always be better for it once you have cultivated the strength to overcome it. I do believe that this cultivation of strength and resilience truly allows us to get the most out of this gift called life. So without getting too sidetracked, I thought for the first solo podcast, it would be super awesome to discuss the story of Rikindi what inspired me to start, what it's all about, and where I envision this whole thing going. A yoga and meditation distribution business. Well, I ended up unexpectedly living in Cambodia for over a year and Thailand for a fair few months. While in Cambodia, I really wanted to continue my practice of yoga and meditation. I've always loved yoga. It's always been a refuge for me. When I was on the mat, I knew no matter what turmoil existed in the outside world, I was okay. I felt like I was home. I was safe. This was something that never changed. The outside world may have changed all the time, but that mat stayed the same. How I felt on that mat stayed constant, stayed whole. So for that period of time, that mat was everything to me. That mat was my stability. I'd always step on the mat, close my eyes and connect to my breath and body and hold the strong feeling that I was okay. I had this beautiful breath of life. I had this moment of presence that nobody could take away from me. While being stranded on the island for three months, it just so happened the place I was staying at used to offer old yoga classes. And so they had these torn up yoga mats that nobody had used in years. 
So I grabbed one, found a quiet spot by the water where I was alone, and I began to practice yoga every single day. When I was in Brisbane, I used to practice maybe two to three times a week and I was always in a class. And there's nothing wrong with that. It was so great for me to learn each one of the postures that yoga had to offer and to be in a really great environment around like-minded people. But I did always find that during that period, I was always looking at the person next to me. What moves did they have? Were they skinnier than me? Wow, they could get into those postures so much better than me. Why wasn't I good enough? Why couldn't I do what they could do? And I did find that my mind wandered towards other people, overlooking inside my own self and saying, well, you know, I don't have any other competition but myself. And I think that was a true eye-opener for me because when I was practicing, there was nobody there. I couldn't look behind next to me and see, oh, well, that girl's doing that. No, because she wasn't there. And that provided me with the strength to know that I was okay and that in all of this, really and truly, I am my only competition. Every day I sat there in silence, listening to the sound of my own breath. The world seemed like it was falling apart and I felt like for the first time I was really coming together. For the first time, I was actually finding my own inner strength, a strength that nobody could take away from me. After three months, it seemed more hotels were opening up around Cambodia. And so it was time to once again leave my comfort zone and go exploring. I packed up my stuff and asked the hotel owner if I could have one of his old mats. Luckily, he said yes. And throughout my backpacking travels, that yoga mat became my rock. Everything was so different. I was surrounded by so many different cultures. I met so many different people, experienced new places. Nothing was the same except that mat. And I knew that no matter how uncertain and different my outside world became, no matter what obstacles a backpacker had to overcome, I had the stability of my yoga mat. This did all unfortunately come to an end. Yoga mat crumbled to pieces. This yoga mat that had provided so much for me, it had been my stable home. And now, well, it was gone. And this is where Rikindi was born. I thought that if one simple mat had provided so much value to me, I'd wondered maybe that could provide other people with that same sort of value. Maybe it could be the rock for them. Maybe in their world of uncertainty, this could be something that was certain, something that signified self-love and commitment, something that signified discipline to step on that mat every day because you knew that it was helping your mind, body and soul to expand. I knew I wanted to add value to other people's lives and well, maybe this was it. So I hopped online and began doing a huge amount of research around different types of yoga mats. What are the different types of materials? What are the benefits? And the more I looked, really the more I found, it became obviously apparent that the cheap plastic yoga mat that I was using, that so many people use, is not only harmful because it's filled with toxins and chemicals that obviously get on your skin, but it was also bad for the environment. Being plastic, even though it fell apart, it doesn't actually biodegrade. 
And so that's why I wanted to make sure that if I was going to distribute these mats, they were eco-friendly, sustainable, and biodegradable. So it could actually help the planet as well as helping the individual stepping on the mat. I'm happy to admit that I have so much to improve on, but isn't that what life is all about? Improving, growing, learning, and forever evolving. It is about facing adversity and learning to overcome it. I've learned that the road less traveled is so much more rewarding than following the same path you always have because it's a safe choice. I'm fully aware that nothing happens right away. And I'm also aware that the more often than not, it is the journey which is more important than the destination. Because the satisfaction of achieving a goal may only last a short while, but the journey is 90% of your life. So I am truly grateful that I am loving this journey. I am loving the good days and I'm loving the bad days. I am a surfer and some days I get into the water and the waves are just miserable. They're murky, you try to stand up on the board, you fall down, there's no beautiful green waves, there's these disgusting white waves. Um, And you know what, rather than sitting there grumpy away or deciding not to even bother going in, I've started to just go in and do it. And I found that the days I actually go into this crappy water, I build more skills. I learn, okay, how do I balance better? How do I turn in this unstable water? And I found that the benefit of that is when I actually go to the beach and see the waves are so beautiful. There's these tiny, beautiful little green waves. I'm able to appreciate it so much more because I've seen how crappy it can get. And I've also cultivated the skills. If I can turn and surf in whitewater waves that literally just knock you off, then why can't I do it here? So it's built strength, it's built reassurance, and it's allowed me to appreciate the good days. And I kind of feel that that is a great life lesson, that no matter how crappy a day may be or a situation may be, it's always providing you with the skill set, it's always providing you with the tools needed to overcome those situations and when you present it with a beautiful day you are on top of it you're absolutely smashing it you're surfing those waves next time you present it with a really crappy day please remember that this too soon shall pass those crappy days will pass and the skill set the resilience the determination what you've learned to overcome that crappy day that crappy situation will help you And so I think on that note, this wraps up our first solo podcast. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below and please send me a DM. I'm always really excited to learn and grow from these experiences. And until next time, bye guys and thanks for listening.